Welcome to the Retirement Planning Guy podcast, a show designed to help retirees and pre-retirees live an awesome retirement. Your host is Jim Martin, financial advisor and author of The Retirement Playbook. Jim discusses ideas, strategies, and techniques to help you live your ideal retirement. So sit back, turn the volume up, and enjoy the show, because we begin right now. How much money should you be saving for your retirement? That is a question that financial advisors get day after day, week after week, and year after year. And it's a hard one to answer because people are super unique. Goals, their desires, their cash flow, what they're trying to accomplish in retirement, it is so different for every individual. But I'm going to try to give you some concrete steps and some thoughts that you can take, put into action, and help answer that question for yourself. But make no mistake, it's a really, really hard question to answer. Don't believe the Merrill Lynch's and the Fidelities and the Vanguard's and the T.I. Crafts and everybody else who runs tons of advertisements and TV commercials and radio spots talking about they've got the answer. They know what your green line is and how much you should save and what your number is. Look, nobody knows. Like, let, Let's be really, really clear. Nobody knows except for you. Because it's your number. Just because you're 62 years old and you earned $100,000 a year doesn't mean that there's a specific a number that you need to work towards and save to that applies to everybody who is 62 and earns $100,000 a year. It is different. It is different for every person because people have different needs, goals, and desires. So that's what we're talking about on today's show of the Retirement Planning Guide. Folks, my name is Jim Martin. I'm a financial advisor, a radio host, an author, and today's host of the Retirement Planning Guide, and I'm here with you on this journey. And remember, our goal is always to help you plan well and retire awesome. But it's really hard to retire. It's even harder to retire awesome if you don't know how much you should be saving to do that. So that's what we're going to talk about. But before we get started, Let's go through the disclosures. My attorneys, well, my attorneys want you to know that while we take every effort and take every step and spend lots of time and money ensuring the things that we talk about on our shows are accurate, mistakes can happen. So before you take any action on anything we discuss today, please reach out to a CPA, a qualified financial advisor, or an attorney. And remember, this show is for informational purposes only. It's only for education. So now that we got that out of the way, let's get started. How much should you be saving for retirement? Well, I hear things thrown around all the time. I hear a a 5% or 10% rule, or hey, you should be saving 15%. And it really leaves a lot of people scratching their heads saying, "Uh, I don't know, what does that really mean? And does that apply to me? And I've already saved so much. Do I need to save more? I'm 55 years old and I haven't saved anything. And how does that work? Okay, let's unpack this with with the knowledge that we're not going to be able to get to everything. But let's start with the top line stuff. So let's start with the basics. Look, it's not so much about how much you should be saving. That's the wrong question to ask. The right question to ask is how much income do I need in retirement? Now, if you're 32, that's a harder question to answer than if you're 62, right? Like so understand that there's this is a two-part answer. Okay. It's it just is. So we'll start with number one. If you're close to retirement, we have to figure out how much money do you need every month? Every month to hit all your goals. Every month to pay the bills, 
to go on some trips, to spoil the grandkids, to do all the things that are fun to make retirement worth retiring for. You know, we're going to try to plan well and retire awesome. We don't want to get to retirement and not have any money. I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't want to ever travel or buy their grandkids a present or I buy a new car or what, whatever your bucket list item is, that's why we save for retirement. So you start with income first. So what we want to do if you're close to retirement is we want to start to back into this number and say, okay, how much income am I going to need? And then after we figure out how much income you're going to need, we're going to take a hard look at what you've saved so far. And we're going to figure out, is it enough, right? Like, so now that we know what you need and now that we know what you have, is it enough? And if there's a gap, then you're going to have to adjust that via a couple things. You can adjust it by working longer. So delaying retirement, right? Like that's an easy way to, to close the number. You just keep working so you have more and because you'll be older, you'll have life, life expectancy. So we don't have to make the money maybe last for 30 years, maybe only for 25. And the, the math gets pretty good in that, that angle doing that. So that could be a good way to do it. The other way you can do it, look, you can save more, okay? So you can add everything up and realize, hey, I'm saving 12% of my income, and if I save 20%, I can retire when I want to. I want to save 20%. Okay, that's good too. Like th- that's really good. And then the third thing you can do, the third screw you can, you know, you can twist a little bit is you can just spend less. Like maybe you thought you needed $5,000 a month, but you run the math and you need to work. You know, you're 62 and you need to work too. You're 65 to have enough money to work and work and enjoy and then have $5,000 a month. Okay. But you realize, hey, I don't want to work another three years. I only want to work another year. So maybe that number comes in it instead of 5000 a month, it's 4500 a month. And you do the math and you realize, hey, I can retire at 63 as opposed to 65. It's worth having less money. Legitimate. I think it's a real question somebody has to ask. But those are the things that you have to ask yourself if you're close to retirement. There's no magic number to, to bake out. Okay. So it really comes in is how much do you need? And this is the qu- the question that every retiree really struggles with is you've got to start there. You've got to start with how much income you need, right? Like you just have to start with how much income you need. Just start there. Once you do that, back into it, back into it by asking those questions. And when you do that, then you'll, you might get to the point where you look at yourself and say, look, I'm 62 years old. I need to save, you know, just $1,000 a month, which is, holy mackerel, that's only 8% of my income. Uh, I've been saving 20% and I can take a few more trips now. I can do some stuff. So you actually might be saving more than you need, which let me say, that's not a problem, generally speaking. We, We think that's a good problem to have is, you know, spending more than you actually need. But what you might find when you do that, and I think this is really important, you might find that you can let up just a little bit. Now, I wouldn't let up all the way. I want some margin for error, but you might find you can let up and and let your hair down and enjoy things. Okay, so that's what you do if you're close to retirement. Now, let's go through, let's imagine you're just getting started, okay? So you've got kids or grandkids or that you want to give advice to or you're listening to the show and you're 28 years old or 32 years old. Well, here's what I'm going to recommend to you. You need to pay yourself first. And this is going to be the case of no matter what age you are. And there's some great books around this, but I really recommend you pay yourself first. Paying yourself first means before you send your money out to, you know, Chase or Wells Fargo or whoever you have loans through, you write yourself a check. And I'm not saying physically write yourself a check, although there are people that do that. What I mean by that very simply is that you take those dollars and you scrape 10 or 15% off the top and 
you put that into a 401k or an IRA or a savings account or something, you pay yourself first. That's the most important thing you can do. I like to say try to hit 15. So if you're making, you know, $100,000 a year, you should be able to save 15,000. Now, I'm not including your company match. Now, a lot of people like to cheat in this equation. They say, well, Jim, well, I'm going to put in 10 and my company's going to put in five and I'm going to be at 15. Nope. You're only saving 10. You are not saving 15. That's a benefit that your company is paying you because they've reduced your pay in order to do that. You need to save 15. You need to save 15%, so 15,000. Okay, there's one small caveat to that. Let's imagine you work for the state and you have a big pension, like a really big pension. It's a great pension. Maybe you only need to save 10% then. So there, there is a little wiggle room. So I say that number for people who are younger is anywhere from 10 to 15% is what they need to save. 100% though, you always need to take advantage of the match that's in your 401k or your 403b. I mean, why would you leave free money on the table? I, I just, I've never really gotten the concept of people who say, well, I don't really like my 401k plan. I'm going to invest in an IRA because I don't really trust my employer. And they leave match money on the table. Or they're just kind of almost too lazy sometimes to take action. They know they should, but, you know, it's going to feel really awkward to see a little less money in your paycheck. All right. Okay. I know you don't want to hear this. Just grow up. <laughs> so take the money and save in your 401k. Take free money. Look, if you can walk across the street and there was a bag of money and it didn't come from drug dealers, it's completely legitimate. The government dropped it off and said, hey, all you've got to do is walk over here and pick it up and it's yours. No strings attached. I'm walking across the street all day long. Take the free money that is offered via company matches or anything else like that. We want that all of the time, all of the time. Now, somebody that's 20 or 30 years old probably doesn't need a ton of financial planning around this number. We're not really worried about what your income is going to, what kind of income you're going to need when you're 62. I mean, because so many things are going to change over the next 30 years, things that we can't even remotely forecast but what won't change is eventually you're going to retire and you're going to need income. So really work towards that 10 to 15% number. Now, anybody that's between, let's just call it 40 to 55. Okay, this is a big deal. This is your game time. This is where you where it's going to make or break your retirement. It's really easy to save when you're 20 to 35. It's really easy to plan when you're in your 60s. But I'll tell you what, what's going to give you the best retirement possible is when you're in your 40s and early 50s of making sure you are saving at an incredible rate and that your investments are going into the right place. So I like to look at retirement savings in kind of three different stages. Stage one is the early saver. The early saver, look, it's hard for them to save for retirement. I get it because they almost can't make rent sometimes. Now, they certainly have fancier phones and shoes and purses and everything else than me and my family, but you know, they're not making a lot, but their priorities are just a little different than what maybe their priorities will be later. As you get older, though, you have less margin of error because your income has started to creep up. So our second stage it's kind of our middle retirement stage. And I like to, th I, I think this is the most important because this is going to shovel money into your retirement plans. So the very first thing you need to do is really work to that 10 to 15%. Pay yourself first. 
month after month, year after year, decade after decade. Gosh, if you do that, all you've got to do is go out and search for a compound interest calculator and look at the ridiculous growth of your money. Start early, start often, and don't touch a whole lot of it. I think that's kind of the the rules that people give, and I don't think they're terrible. But as you get in that middle stage, retirement planning can actually start to have a lot of profound impact for you. It can really make a big difference. It can make a big difference because what we're going to begin to do is you should start at that point, you should have already purchased a house. You should start beginning to get some time into that house and some equity potentially. Your 401k and 403b balances, they should start increasing. Your kids are older, so maybe you know, maybe you're not spending the money on diapers and some other things. Maybe you're spending on wine and beer at that point. But the whole point is is that at that at that juncture when we're when we turn into our 40s and our 50s, critical mass time. Doing the right things can have a profound impact. And as far as how much you should save, look, if you have a big fat pension, maybe 10% is fine. But if you don't, you're going to have to do all of the heavy lifting on your own. And I tell you what, if we went out and polled most retirees and I said, hey, do you think social security is going to be there for you? Most people would say, no, Jim, social security is not going to be here for me. So if you're in that camp, you've got two people to rely on, right? You've either got yourself or you're hoping for an inheritance. And I think the inheritance is the worst kind of like goal in the world. You're not only you're waiting for somebody to die. I mean, you just might not get the money. It might it might go to a nursing home or the government or who knows, maybe your maybe your brother who's nicer to your parents. But my my point around it is is that do the heavy lifting yourself. Work to really save that. Now, I'm not going to get into how to invest the money. You can read or talk to an advisor. I don't that's not we don't talk about specific investments on this show just because it creates this really big compliance nightmare. But there are some really good ways to invest at really low cost. So a good solid financial advisor like myself or someone else can help you out with that. Or just go read. There's like there's a ton of material out there. We talked about this on one show on who would be right to be a do-it-yourselfer and who's not. And there's a lot, again, a lot of content out there if you decide to go that route. And then finally, again, the last stage for retirement planning is not retirement planning per se, but retirement accumulation is really our, our our late our late working years. Our late working years, our kids are out of the house, like they should be gone, right? Like hopefully, if you've done it right, <laughs> then then they have sort of left the nest and they've went to school and you know they've done all this. You should be getting closer to paying off your home. Hopefully, you've developed some good. I don't want to say this the wrong way, but hopefully, you've developed some good habits and don't have a ton of debt your income is higher, and you should be able to increase the savings rate. So maybe you move from 15 up to 20%. You're really able to save a lot more. But if you've done it right all the way through from the early stages to the middle stages to the late stages, all of that excess income that you have now, you're you're probably not going to have to save it all. I mean, you're just not. You can probably redeploy some of that back into your life and you know take some trips with you and your significant other or your friends or your family that really mean a lot to you. But those are the three stages. Remember, early stages, 10 to 15% or as much as you can. Remember, always take advantage of a 401k match. We like free money. The middle retirement stages, look, I think you want to begin to engage with a financial advisor at this point. You still want to work to that 10 to 15% number, but it's with a little bit more deliberateness to it. You're really taking a look at how you're investing. You're making sure that you're using the right investment tools. You're really making sure that you're saving the right amount because you're in this critical stage where your income has gone up 
and maybe your expenses hopefully are flat or maybe they're they're decreasing a little bit. And I'm not adding college in here. I know that you know when you're in your 40s and 50s, your kids might be going to school. That's a whole nother show, guys. And then finally, our late retirement stages. Look, you should be out of effectively out of debt at that point. Maybe you have a house, but you're working to pay that off and you're working through some other things. This is the time if you've not saved enough to really do some planning and figure out, do I need to work longer? Do I need to save more? Or do I need to change how much money I actually need? And then once you do all of those things, you can really begin to shovel some coal on the fire of your retirement. Look, if you can go through that that angle and determine what's right for you, I think you're gonna be in great shape. But remember, there's no way to accurately dis- to determine exactly how much you're gonna need to save for retirement when you're 28 years old. It, it, just the world is gonna change so much. I mean, think of this COVID-19 thing. I mean, that just then came out of the blue and kind of turned our country on its head. And it, you know, you didn't forecast that. And you're gonna see other things like that over the next 20 or 30 years, undoubtedly. And, and because of that, all we can do is work towards a guide, kind of a guardrail, if you will. And that's where that 10 to 15 percent. And again, if you're 40 or above, start to think about engaging a financial advisor. You probably are starting to see your 401k balances go up. You're, you're really starting to see things change. And I would say anybody under 50 really needs to seriously consider a Roth IRA. A Roth IRA is a great way to save money. The earnings grow tax-free. If you qualify for it, it could be a really big deal. So we love to take advantage of free money. We love things that will enable us to pay less in taxes in the future. And again, if you're in that red zone where you're 55 plus, look, any mistake here can be really critical. So make sure you know exactly where you're at. I mean, right where you're at. Do you need to save a whole lot more? Have you saved enough? Can you retire now? Do you need to, when do you need to work towards? What kind of return do you need to get? There's lots of questions that go into that before you can determine how much you should be saving. And just remember, no matter how easy a calculator online makes it seem or a TV commercial or Fred at the water cooler, that's always or not necessarily always the answer. There could be more to it than that because you're a unique individual with different goals and desires than Bobby across the way or Susie down the hall. And because of that, you better make sure you have a custom plan. Remember, this show, it's all about helping you plan well and retire awesome. If you find value in what we've talked about, you relate to the show or like what we're bringing to the table, make sure you share this with your friends. That's the way we grow. So send it out to folks or tell people about it or leave a review, but make sure you let folks know that we exist. But more than anything, thanks for listening to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jim Martin. I'm the Retirement Planning Guy, and we'll be back next week. We appreciate you joining us today for this episode of the Retirement Planning Guy podcast. Be sure to visit retirementplanningguy.com to access additional information, including our free retirement planning kit to help you live an awesome retirement. Take the first step to living the life you've always imagined with the Retirement Planning Guy. Opinions voiced in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives. Information provided is not intended as tax or legal advice. You are encouraged to seek tax or legal advice from an independent professional. We are not affiliated with Social Security or any governmental agency. 
New River Financial Group LLC is a registered investment advisor offering advisory services in the state of Virginia and other jurisdictions where exempted. New River Financial Group LLC doing business as Martin Wealth Solutions. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining value.